quick shout out to my mentors, man. Quick shout out to my mentors. I appreciate everything that you taught me. Uh, I keep them secret. If you don't know, I keep them secret while I'm doing the podcast unless I feel inspired to go ahead and just let you know who they are or I have personal contact with you. The reason I do that is because I can't just give away the game for free. You got to you gotta have some sort of investment in it. And that's one thing I learned about giving away things for free. I remember uh, my homies uh, that, were mar- that are married to each other were having issues and they wanted me to counsel them. So I gave them a free, just practice. Like I have no licensure or anything like that. I just wanted to uh, practice my therapy, therapeutic skills. This is when I actually was like fully invested in becoming a, a psychologist and shit like that. And I remember I gave it to them for free. They got money. You know, they're not rich or anything, but they, they got money. So um, I was like, cool, I'll do it. And we never had a follow-up session. We didn't really get anywhere. It was just like, yeah, some of it's good. The thing about free things is they have no value. You have to make people pay for something because when they pay for something, they want their money's worth. If I go pay for a movie and I feel like it sucked, I feel like I got cheated out of my money. For, you know, that's just like a regular point of view. For me, I'm a moviegoer, so even if I didn't really like the movie, I still enjoyed the experience, the the snacks and shit like that. So I I don't look at it that way, but you know, I'm just saying. So anyway, some things happen today, and I'll be a little bit. So I, I want to do this the right way. This whole podcast started off. It's in a different area now, but I kind of want to revisit my roots. Uh. It started off by me just talking about shit. And uh, I I just wanted to get things off my chest. There was a time period in my life I felt like I just didn't have anybody to talk to for real. You know, there was a lot of stuff going on. And I just, I couldn't, you know, talk to anybody. I just felt like nobody really gave a fuck. You know, I had friends. I had associates. I had acquaintances. But, and I'm not trying to, like, my friends, I'm not trying to tell them that I look at them as acquaintances because I felt like I couldn't talk to them. I'm just saying, like, overall, I had those things. But, you know, I, I just I just didn't feel like anybody really gave a fuck. I could have talked to my boy Kenny. He would he cared. But, you know, I just I just felt like everybody else was preoccupied with their own lives. And, and I just started talking to myself. There was plenty of times I would ask myself a question and answer it out loud. And then I would just, you know, kind of get it off. And I felt better, you know what I mean? Just kind of trying to understand some things, some things I was going through, some things I didn't get, whatever. But I talked about a lot of really personal things, things close to home, close to the chest, things that had to do all with me, mess ups, relationships, pain, just things I was going through, just trying to understand the world around me and the life I was living. And uh, I, I don't want anybody to think that I'm just trying to put only my side of things out so that I'm not looked at as a bad guy and I'm demonizing everybody else. But I want, I want to, I want to really give you all an out, like a real scenario that's going on right now. So I broke up my ex almost three years ago and you know, I don't know what's going on in her personal life, but I just really want to kind of give a short little, Thing that's happening and, and, and why the conversation is so important. Look anywhere the fuck that you want for your relationship advice, for you know, the conversation being had 
about the differences that men and women have. But one thing that you have to realize too, you got to be reasonable. Men and women, mostly women. Men, when we're unreasonable, when we're delusional with what we want, our grandiosity normally, it, it, it's, it, it's looked at as um, we have a motivation, we have a desire to achieve something, you know what I mean? That, that's sexy. The delusional women aren't. <laughs> I'm not saying that they can, you know, they, they can't be delusional about success and stuff like that. That's, that's fine. But delusional women are normally, I can go fuck any guy I want and still go get a top tier man. That's, that's, the, that's their delusion. And what I mean is like, I'm finally stepping into who I am and who I'm, I'm becoming that guy years ago that I saw. And just throughout the years, it was one homework assignment at a time. It was one conversation at a time. It was one training session, one run, one sparring session. It was it was just that at a time at a time. And sorry, my voice cracked <clears throat> at a time. And I was piecing together that man just little by little. You know what I mean? One breakup at a time. One one lay at a time. One ignoring a bitch's phone call at a time. You know what I mean? It's just I was becoming who I am now and who I'm be, who I'm going to be later this year and next year and the best version of myself, the rich version of myself. And uh, I, I wasn't always like reliable. I wasn't always like wise and shit. I've always had some good things to say, but I wasn't there yet. And so the reason I say all this is because I've always been shooting towards things that were more important. I wanted wisdom. I want to be able to take care of my family. I want to be able to to, to be there for other people when they need me. I want to be able to have life experience that makes me resourceful. I want to be able to have like cool stories because I've been out here living and you can't live if you're working all the time and you can't live if you, if you're unhappy and you can't live if you're restricted, you can't live if you, ain't, if you ain't got no money. So I've been doing things to get me closer to my desired result. And my future is bright. And one thing that I realized, and this is the only example I'm going to give, is that, you know, I have a daughter who I love to death. And me taking care of her, me being there for her, me being a great father is sexy to other women. Don't shoot the messenger, but it ain't the other way around. So when you have a kid with somebody that you that you don't plan on being with or don't end up being with, it's not a good look for women. In fact, one of my mentors said in Russia, that's basically a death sentence. <laughs> you know, if you go have a kid with somebody and you're not with them, you there is a 0% chance that you will be taken serious. And over here in America, we have this thing where I'm a strong, independent woman. Nobody wants a strong, independent woman. Because what do you need a man for then if you're strong and independent? You need somebody you can depend on. And so... You know, I we're just dealing with some shit with my ex, and I'm not I'm not gonna just drag her through the mud or anything. But when you get older, let me tell you the truth: when you get older, it is harder for you. You have to work. So first off, the reason I made this is because I just thought about something. I was meditating, and I thought about just just a stupidity going on right now, just a childishness, some shit she's doing, and I realized that she has to go work. She has she owns her house. She has to go work. She has no real skills, like high value, high paying skills. And she works all day and she comes back and she could barely. Okay, I'm not trying to drag her through the month, so I'm not even going to say that. But 
she has to take care of her fucking animals and try to parent at the same time. And I realized that, you know, she has to to settle for wh- whoever, if she's ever going to be with anybody again. Because I don't know. She's older. She's 31. It's not like she's a 31 banging, you know, she, she age is catching up with her. And she's still in the same place she was almost 10 years ago. We were together six years, uh, eight years ago when we met. Almost 10 years have passed and virtually nothing is different about her. Virtually nothing. Again, I'm, I'm not her best friend, so we don't talk about her. I don't know what's going on in her life. I don't know who she hangs out with. I don't know what she does when she doesn't have Madison. Whatever. But I'm just saying that, like, you got to realize that the choices that you make, if you choose to be unreasonable, if you choose to be childish, if you choose to be dumb, you, you're really you're going to suffer later. And I say that not because I'm going to do things to make her suffer. I, don't, I could give a fuck. But I'm just saying, like, I'm I'm thinking about it, and she has to she has to pay for her all her own shit. I don't help her with that. It's not my job to take care of her. I take care of my daughter. I send her money for my daughter. And she might have to keep the lights on. So some of that money might go towards that. And she, you gotta have lights and shit. But I'm just saying, like, she has to do that on her own. And then when you think about trying to find a man to take you serious and you really don't have time for it, you do one of two things. Either you are lo- alone. Or Madison suffers because you have to give some of that attention to somebody else. Then she's put second. Then she's taken care of, you know, not as good as if she if she had your full attention. And this is your fault. So, ladies, if you're listening, I don't know if anybody's listening. I may have one person who listens to this podcast. Even though since I've been playing with some of these skills, I've been learning my, my, my views have been going up a lot than the last year. And so I think that's pretty cool. And I've been putting them out less often because I've been, you know, uh, doing a lot of other things. And I'll I'll talk about that and I'll explain that. But later, what I'm just trying to say is, man, really start to look and pay attention to this conversation that's being had. And see see the things that are true. Don't hear something. And if it applies to you, get defensive. And well... It's not all, it's not like, it's not always that it's, you know, you're childish and this and that. There's nothing about being childish or immature or if I was 17 or if I'm heartbroken. You, we have to be objective and see that the facts are, are facts and see that these things have, you know, have happened in our lives and we see it happening in our friends' lives and this and that because it, it's happening. So... I just I just thought about that. I'm like, man, you know, that would suck. I would hate to be a woman who has this set of um, desires and whatnot. And, you know, and, and she can't find a man or has trouble finding a man because she was unable to make good decisions. And I just thought about this situation again. I, I don't know what's going on in her life. She may be saying somebody who cares. Who knows? I don't I don't give a fuck. What I am saying is that. Ultimately, what we all want at the end of the day is our family, and she couldn't keep that together. So, again, I'm not saying that to to. It, it's not about her necessarily. It's about all women. But I'm using that example because that would suck. 
if 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 nature had it the other way around, where I it, 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 that that's how I had to be. I had to be agreeable. I had to be reasonable. I had to be all those things, and like roles were reversed. I wouldn't risk my family for that. I would try to figure out what's you know what I mean. What's the best way for us to cohabitate? What's the best way? If we, even if we're not going to be together, how can I make things easier? You got to start thinking about these things, men especially too, because there's a lot of simps, and you you're just you're just nice in your way out of pussy. You're nice in your way out of a out of a relationship that you desire. Like th- there is a, a realm in which that we exist, and that now is just now being acknowledged. For the longest times, it's been on the fringes of society, pimping and players and, and Max and all that shit. Now it's finally being discussed. And I, and I see the world changing. But I just thought about that. Like, isn't that sad? If you're in your 30s and you're still fucking just doing high school shit because you're bitter or because you're this or you're that. Like, you don't have to be that girl. None of that shit's cute. And also, I want to shout out my man. I forget his name. He sent me uh, a message on uh, Instagram. And he's like, man, I thought you'd have a huge following. But you're just a regular guy. And at first, I was a little offended. Joey Mara, I think that's his name. First, I was a tad bit offended. Like, wait a second. I'm not regular. But then he just, you know, every everybody's just a normal guy. But I, I get what he's saying. So I'm not offended or anything. I, I appreciate you, Joey, for uh, for finding me. Like, how the fuck did you find me, first off? And uh, finding me and um, showing me some love, I really appreciate it. Again, like it almost kind of seems like you know, I, I like uh, what what is that other way to say it? Like, um, uh, I can't think of the name. As soon as I like wrap up the podcast, I'll think about it. But I'm not trying to say, oh, I don't want to be like this and then be like that. It's like that's not what I'm tr- attempting to do. But I'm just I have to say things how they are. And, you know, I hope that you've seen me talk about myself in a negative view enough to know that if you listen to all the other episodes, which there's a fucking lot, um, or even just a handful of episodes, you could probably see where I talked about myself negatively because, like, I fucked up and I've done this and done that, you know, or I was stupid or I was wrong in this. Like, I, I really try to give a full 360 view of, like, everything that happens in my life so that you can see it and maybe maybe this will be something soon you know what i mean like i'm uh it not necessarily like i'll create something else that i want to be like viral and shit but maybe this would be like a like a cult like have a cult like following that later two years ago this guy just fucking was sad and just started a podcast and it didn't it didn't get him any money it didn't really, the only thing it did was make people feel like they weren't alone because he was sad and he was going through some shit. He was going through a breakup. While he was going through um, a breakup, he was trying to keep his family together, even though he broke up with her because she didn't know how to fucking act and she was annoying and she had all these other issues. And then, you know, that was heartbreaking enough. Then there's a girl he really liked and then he broke up with her. It's just a lot of shit that happened, you know? It was so much shit. I just talked about life. I said, man, fuck it. Let's make it a movie. <laughs> and apparently my stories were told so good that, like, people be like, it, it was like, man, you know, it was like really something they look forward to listening to. So I, I just want to say I appreciate everybody. appreciate my mentors. Get ready for everything that's coming.